Hello and welcome to the first episode of Three PAs in a Pod with your host Kalik, Jamie, and Josh. So, um, we finally made it. First episode. It's taken quite a while to get here, um, with not just with the equipment itself, but the idea. You know, having the idea and then executing it is is another is another thing. Um, and then you know, finding the time with our Oskis like coming up. Season as well. It's been tough, but you know, I'm, I'm just glad we're able to you know find some time and finally get out of first the first episode. By the time this is out, we probably would have sat off on Oskis as well. Oh. How are you guys feeling for it? A little bit nervous, but you know we've been studying hard, which is the main thing. So it should be should be all right. Mm. Yeah. To be fair, if we've got enough time for the podcast, I feel like we're on track. Yeah, no, hundred percent. That's a good point. Hundred percent, because yeah, if we were behind, then there's no way <laughs> we ain't had to pull any all nighters yet, so it can't be that bad. Ooh. I mean, I, I just pulled one quite recently for my dissertation. How's that? Shambles. It was an absolute <laughs> shambles. Um, I'll be I'll be happy to pass. Really, I'll be happy to pass. Mm. So, um, why don't we go over the things we want to cover in this podcast? That's a good idea. So essentially, I think what when I when I first started PA, um, there wasn't a, a physician associate focused podcast. Um, there there is one out there, but. There isn't one that is student, you know, from from a point of view of a student. I've never seen one before. Never? never seen, no, I've never seen one before. And when, when I started, there was no information, no True. nothing, even, even now. Like, not even just podcast-wise, yeah. but even if you were to search um, physician associate, interview tips, help, anything like that on the internet, mm. I mean, stuff would come up, but nothing compared to like if you look like if you searched it for example for medicine or nursing 100%. you're getting a lot of help whereas mm. PA there's not a lot out there like you're mainly doing it by yourself the best <clears throat> the best I saw I think was a day in the life of placement PA mm. student like a YouTube video I think mm. I saw YouTube, that one yeah <laughs> <laughs> which, which didn't tell you anything nothing about getting in just or, a couple clips from the wards <laughs> yeah. on the wards yeah so mm. Which, which is why I think it is definitely important for something like this to be started. Yeah, a lot of value. Mm. Yeah. Which is why we want to cover stuff, not not just about being a physician associate, but all the way from before applying to um, your interview during the course, um, studying exams, national exam. And then obviously over time, we will drift into like the uh, career as well and talk about how things are going and stuff. Mm. Yeah, no. we're, we're pretty much taking the, the audience on, on our journey now, aren't we? Yeah. Mm. Well, final stages, I guess. The final, so stages, final yeah. stages, yeah. And then hopefully sharing our tips that we've learned. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's still fresh as well. Like, mm. I can remember my interview, like, it was a month ago. Mm. So I don't feel like... Yeah, if the viewers are lucky, they might get some free interview tips. Mm. So I'll see. I'll see. <laughs> Future episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I hear that. Um... I guess yeah. That's that's what hopefully what we some of the things obviously Josh and Jamie mentioned. That's I think that's what we want to achieve with the podcast, um, and essentially give you guys, the listeners, a, a real insight to what it means to be a PA. Um, 
we won't, you know, lie and say, yeah, it's great, because it's not always good. It's not great. It's not always great. Um, because it's a relatively new role in the NHS um, here, especially in, the, in, in, in England, a lot of people don't know what a PA is. Mm. Um, I remember the first day of my PA placement, um, this was in GP, the, the manager introduced me to a nurse and said, oh, here's a PA student. Do you know what she replied with? What? I didn't know you had to go to uni to become a personal assistant. Mm. Yeah, you know, I've literally had con- consultants ask me, like, what are you? What, like, what can you even do? And, and the funny thing is, when you, when you explain what a PA is, um, a, lot of, a lot of people, I, I feel as though, will, they turn around and say, oh, well, then you're a doctor, right? Well, no, we're not doctors. Um, I mean, yes, we do share similar responsibilities and job, you know, job roles, but we're not doctors at the end of the day. Um, and I really feel that's one thing I, I think needs to change in the future, especially in hospitals. Uh, I think GP is fine. A lot of people are aware of physician associates. Yeah, there's a lot of us there. A lot of us working already in GP, but in hospitals, I feel as though they, I think people should be educated in the sense that they they need to be aware of what PA is Um, because a lot of the time they don't know what PA can do when we can do a lot Mm. not gonna lie we can do a lot Um, you know seeing patients you know taking histories examining patients um, diagnosing them Um, we can do a lot of management plans management plans yeah Um, a lot of procedures as well one off the top of my head, like uh, HCAs and nurses can't do is ABG. We and only doctors can do that, but PAs can also do that as well. So I feel as though there needs to be a little bit more effort going into educating um, health professionals. You know, to let them know that what a PA is, um, because I think right now we aren't being utilised to our you know, to our best, to the best of our abilities, really, because a lot of time, they, um, I've seen a lot of peers on on the ward, will just be taking histories. That's it. We'll be taking histories, which is great. Don't get me wrong. That's, that's one of our roles, but they're not doing anything else. They're not doing. They're not doing much. Yeah. So let's start. Start now, Khalid. How would you explain what, like, what, like, what a PA is? Firstly, it stands for physician associate. For anyone who's wondering. How would I explain what a PA is? So, anytime, anytime anyone's asked me, I'll, um, I've always said that you know we are a new role in the NHS, a relatively new role in the NHS. Um, we are part of the multidisciplinary team. Um, we are trained to the medical model, and our job role includes taking histories, diagnosing, and managing patients. Um, I think the main difference is that obviously a doctor is specialised. You know, any any doctor you meet, they're either training to, to specialise or they have specialised. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas us, we don't actually specialise in any particular field. Um, we are we are able to to jump from 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 fields to fields. So from let's say orthopedics to geriatrics, if you want to. Whereas a doctor would would have to retrain. So I feel like that's like the main distinction. Yeah, um, we're generalists. Yeah, we're we're more generalists. Um, yeah. I guess that's why there's so many of us in GP. Yeah, for sure. 
I mean, you you'd see you. I mean, even though we are generous generalists, you'll still see a lot of PAs in specialist settings. Um, you know, the, 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 just because you know you can't specialize doesn't mean you know you can't work. Uh, this is just for the any you know future PAs. You know, there's nothing stopping you from working on a specialist setting. So you know, to say respiratory, if you like, if you really love respiratory, there's nothing stopping you from yeah. working there. It's just you need to retain because obviously because you need to do your recertification every six years. You just have to retain all that knowledge, I guess. All the generalist yeah. knowledge. All yeah. the generalist knowledge. Yeah. Which is a good thing, though, because mm. obviously working on one ward for, let's say, six years, people do get tired and bored and want a new adventure. Mm. So being a PA, you can literally switch to a different specialty mm. and go somewhere else straight away. Whereas a doctor, like once you've picked your specialty, you're not stuck in it. But I mean, it's not as easy for a PA as it mm. is for a doctor. Like, a PA can literally just change specialty, whereas a doctor is a bit more tricky in a sense. Mm, mm. Uh, so I guess that's uh, one of the really good plus sides of being a PA. Mm. Um, what was your biggest benefit to being a PA, Jamie? Um, probably the, well, there's, there's two. I would say, um, one, I wanted to... Um, be involved in medicine. And after doing a three year undergraduate, um, medicine wasn't something on my agenda for another four years. And two, obviously the work-life balance whilst, um, I mean, in medicine, you're, you're, you don't really have a choice to do 12 hour shifts or be on the bleep or whatnot. Whereas a PA, it, it is more of a nine to five job. So you're able to as much as you could have a passion for medicine, which I do, um, I still have the opportunity to um, focus on other stuff outside of medicine, like, I don't know, family, um, any sports you're interested in and whatnot. So mm. it keeps options open whilst getting to to work in where you want to work, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah, because I feel like people sometimes forget that, you know, picking a career, you do have to have to think about your, your personal life as well. You know, can you commit to four, five, six, six years in, in uni to, to do medicine? Um, how about you, Khalid, though? What, what, what would you say was your biggest um, reason for joining PA? I think, similar to what Jamie said, actually, um, I'll be honest, though, I'm not going to lie. I did want to do medicine. I'll be honest. I did want to do medicine. I, I think one of the reasons why I wanted to do medicine was because my parents they wanted me to do medicine, which again, which is not is not the is not the right way, right way to go about it. Um, and I'm just glad I had um, I came to the realization that I'm not doing it for myself, I'm doing it for my parents. Um, but just to echo what Jamie said, yeah, but. I still wanted that patient-to-patient interaction. I didn't. I didn't want to work um, work in a lab for the rest of my life in the, in the basement of, you know, some hospital. Um, I still wanted to see patients. You know, variety of conditions. I I did want that, um, but at the same time, I'm not. I mean, you know, I'm not saying you know you can't have a social life with medicine. You, you can. It's just a little bit more difficult to, mm. um, and. 
I, and I and I did want to focus on other things as well because, you know, having that social, you know, that you know that life social life balance um, with uni, you know, maintaining the relationships you have in your life, you know, friends, family, loved ones, are just as important as as your career. Um, so yeah, I think the main thing was the was that um, was the balance, work life, social balance. Yeah, I feel like to be fair, from when like when you 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 normally ask a peer, I feel like that's the the sort of answer mm. people normally give. It's it's that balance you get from being a physician associate. You know, you get to, to sort of still experience medicine plus have that that balance. Mm. I mean, um, the pay isn't the pay isn't half bad either. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and see, it has its bonuses. <laughs> yeah, it's got its bonuses as well. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say as well. Um, why don't we tell them about a little bit about the future guests we plan to have on the podcast? Oh, yeah, that's a really good idea. So if you're coming from LinkedIn, you would have obviously seen a couple of potential people that were listed. So um, GP partners. Um, we've also managed to speak to a couple of part, uh, managers um, who recruit. So if you're planning to work at a GP, um, one of the people that will interview you will be the GP manager. So hopefully they'll be able to provide some sort of insight into what kind of candidate they're looking for. Um, they won't be the only one interviewing you. There'll be doctors and maybe an, a PA on the, on, the, on the panel that will interview you. Um, we've also got PAs from a variety of specialties um, because, I, I mean, we know not everyone will want to work in a GP. We know that. So we've so we've set up a couple of episodes where we'll speak to PAs that are working in secondary care um, and in various specialties um, so we've got um, gastro we've got a PA coming in from cardio respiratory um, we've also got one from obs and gyne um, that was actually set up last night so that'll be a really good episode to look forward to um, and essentially we want Hopefully, we'll try and get as, um, some other students as well um, on the show. Um, so you know, you, you can from other universities as well um, to hopefully provide a well-rounded, um, well-rounded um, experience to their to their university um, journey. Um, we've also got episodes. Um, that will dis where we'll discuss funding um, because that's a really big big topic um, a lot of people aren't aware of the funding situation um, also revision um, a lot of people don't I'm not gonna lie I mean I I've been in what educate higher education this is my fifth year of higher education and it's taken me four and a half years to finally realize oh the you know the most effective way to revise um and i feel as though people don't i still feel as though people don't know how to revise effectively like i know i have a couple of people on my course who are still um still trying to find their way to be fair True. Um, and it's, it's also also different for every person as well yeah it's different for every person um but yeah i mean something as simple as revision it, it can be quite tough it can be quite difficult to figure out what, which way works for you. I always thought I was a visual person, but I guess I'm not. So what, what, what was it that you've... Um, Obviously, we'll go into more detail in the future. I think 
it for me so I used to um, I, I use a technique called um, active recall and space repetition so just you know have like a so I'll have my lecture for a condition um, make loads of questions or a little simple questions and then just keep going over it and over it um, so obviously previously as I said I thought I was a visual learner so I'll have loads of pictures um, thinking yeah you know what yeah if I remember the picture I'll be able to remember the symptom condition it will come back to me which now that I think about it, it doesn't really make sense <laughs> still it doesn't make sense um, but somehow I managed to pass the exam so maybe it did work must have worked a little bit mm, maybe a little bit <laughs> um, but yeah revision how to revise for the OSCEs because I think obviously we, I, mean, we, I never did an OSCE before PA so it, it did catch me off guard I remember the first mock OSCE did catch me off guard because I thought sitting in my room by myself just going over it would be enough and boy was I wrong was I wrong? Yeah, that was a big surprise for everyone. I think. Mm. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I did fail the first mock, so yeah. I failed it as well. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a big, big surprise. But yeah, talking about um, five years of education, what what is your your, your background? Obviously, so, I know it, but mm. you know. So I did um, a biomedical science degree at undergrad. Okay. Um, so I it was three. So it was four years with a placement. Yeah, but I chose not to go. To, I chose not to do the placement because I was still under the impression I was going to apply to graduate entry medicine. Mm. So I chose not to. Um, and then for my A-levels, actually, triple science and maths. Okay. Um, which, no, sorry, that was the first time. Yeah, and then a, yeah, so that was AS. Then A-levels I did, and I dropped physics. Um, yeah, I dropped it. Physics was hard. <laughs> my physics was hard. Mm. Um, yeah, and then again, I mean, you can see from my my choices from quite early on. I was, I was, I was. I did want to get into medicine. You can see, like, biomed, uh, biology, chemistry, maths, all quite subjects that you know a lot of medical, well, people back then who wanted to do medicine wanted to do. Um, but yeah, what were you, Josh? What, what did you do? Um, so yeah, I done my undergrad in medical science, um, and then but before that, I did go to college. I actually I actually done forensic science, which is obviously an odd one. Um, yeah, I think I watched a bit too much NCIS. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, nah, I, I did always think about um, medicine as well. Um, so yeah, obviously I, I done forensic science, like I, I, but that that was just a sort of gateway to get me into uni to do medical science. Um, and then at the end of, of, of my medical science, again, it's like I was saying, like, you know, making a commitment to do medicine for four, five, six years is, is quite a lot. Mm. Um, so I thought, obviously, I found out about PA, and now now I'm here, hopefully graduating in a couple of weeks. <laughs> so, yeah, how about you, Jamie? Um, probably similar to you. Uh, me and Josh done forensic science in college together. Mine was because I watched NCIS. <laughs> I was very much immature back then. Um, and then even with uni, uh, I can't lie, medicine was never the plan. Yeah, it just never crossed my mind. But obviously I'd done a forensic science at college. I was actually ready to pack it all up back then and um, start working. But um, 
after a long conversation with my dad, I, I ended up getting shipped off to uni, and then, which is when Josh convinced me to come to the same university as him. Um, obviously, um, with forensic science, your options are quite limited. You literally have to do a science in uni, so uh, medical science it was. And then, yeah, from there onwards, um, I found out about PA in my second year. And then, yeah, since then, um, it's taken me all the way up until this point now. Nice. So you guys, any, are you planning then? Or did you ever consider when you started PA that maybe after PA I might go for medicine? Um, me? No. no. I feel like five years of studying is... Mm. Is more is it enough? That's yeah, it. It's yeah, enough. especially <laughs> with the amount of time it takes with medicine as well. Mm. It's yeah, not. So what, f- yeah, four, I'm five very, years on top of that. I'm content with PA. Mm, I'm, I'm actually still 50 50. Um, obviously, like I said, I came to PA because I, I didn't want to commit to five years or six years at the time. Mm. Um, obviously, after, you know, once I graduate, work, and get to, to do things in my personal life that I want to do, you know, like holidays or, you know, um, houses and, and things like that. Um, I would definitely con- consider go- going back to to uni and studying a little bit more. Maybe, I'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, four years is still a long time, but yeah, I'd, I'd think about it. Um, nah, I'm, I think I'm done. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm done. Um, I'm happy with PA. Um, again, because we've, I've, um, we've got a lot of... Um, room in terms of social life you know we can enjoy life a little bit more um focus on other things going back to uni again full time it just doesn't make sense to me um for to my current situation personal situation it just doesn't make sense um but then again never say never you know things can change i might decide one day to say you know what maybe i might just go for it um hopefully it's not too late by then Hopefully it's not I don't think it'll be too late. I know a few PAs who's um, started med school after they've been working a little bit. Because mm. I think sometimes you start working and realise that, you know what, you actually do want to spe- um, specialise in something. Maybe you do want to do surgery. Because, again, that, that, that's something we can't do. We can't actually do surgery. Mm. Um, sure. So, yeah, you, you could obviously start and think, you know, I want to specialise in something that you really enjoy mm. and go back to, to studying True. for another and 15 years. And you, you could still do locum anyway, like um, locum PA work. Um, so, I mean, it, it's a possibility for everyone, but everyone has their own reasons why or why not mm. they want to do it. But, I mean, if you only want to do it to, like, become a consultant because you think there's more money in in that sense, I mean, the years you're putting in, um, you're probably better off staying as yeah. a PA mm. because although... They say PA is band seven. Um, you can actually progress uh, pay-wise. You can still progress depending on whether it's GP or hospital. I feel like GP is easier to progress because you negotiate with partners rather mm. than um, like an NHS manager. Mm. But um, yeah, I feel like money-wise, um, medicine really would not be a... It's not a factor for me considering medicine mm. is what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I hear that. I think if you want to do medicine, you really need to love medicine. Yeah. You need to love it because, yeah, the money initially is it's not great. Um, it's not great. I mean, yeah, I guess when you get to your consultant years, you will 
you know, start be you know, start earning quite a bit of money, some serious money to be fair. But how you'd be what in your mid thirties, older 15, than that, older than that, maybe late thirties. Yeah. Your life's life's half life. The years you would want to spend enjoying that money, yeah, you've used them up now. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, um, I mean, it'd have to be for pure passion, really, wouldn't mm. it? Um, but just as a disclaimer, I, 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 to any listeners, uh, to any listeners out there, we're not saying don't be, don't do medicine. Um, we just this is just us explaining. I mean, if you want to do medicine, great, go for it. If you feel as though this is, if medicine is something, you know, you want to become a doctor, that's something you really want to do, great, yeah, go for it. But we're just explaining why we, yeah. it just doesn't make sense to us. From our perspective. Yeah, from our perspective. So um, um, please don't write to us complaining. <laughs> no hate comments. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but talking about comments, actually, we actually had a few questions, didn't we? Yeah, we did, actually. Um so we'll we'll go through a couple of them now. Um, if if they're too, if the questions are if the questions are too detailed, so what if what we'll do is we'll we'll save it for like a episodes. Yeah. Um, yeah, because there will be be episodes about progression. I know Jamie mm. was talking about you know progression and things like that, but in the future, I think we'll go. Yeah, into we'll more have detail. like specific episodes for mm. specific Talk titles more on yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we can give a brief answer now, though. Yeah, like a quick brief answer. Yeah, um, so the first question from underscore dot Adam K. What's the best way to revise for OSCEs? Am I going to answer that one? Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, personally, um, I, I think you need to revise with someone because, you know, obviously OSCEs is like, oh, oh yeah, for, for people who don't know what, what, what OSCEs is, it's pretty much a role play um, scenario you walk it into a room and there'll be literally any question there. So maybe perform basic life, life support on a child or baby or do um, an examination, like a cardio examination or a GP setting where someone um, is comes to you about any problem and you, you need to, you know, sort of like ask them questions and diagnose and things like that. So that's what an OSCE is. As for the, as for the best way to... Study for it, I would say to definitely try to do it with colleagues or a friend um, and just go go over them. Um, and definitely try try to learn some conditions because the more conditions you learn, the more the examinations will make sense. You know, if you're looking for Janeway lesions or something and you know what it is, it's more likely to, to stick rather than just sort of like memorising it and things. So it's that's marker as well, isn't it? Because then they know, you know what you're talking about rather than memorising a script. Yeah, I feel like the markers can, can always tell if you're just memorising or if you actually know what you're talking about because they will ask you questions. Mm. Um, but yeah, overall, I'd just say just try to do it with someone or do it in a mirror if you really can't find any anyone to like do it with. Do it in a mirror, look at yourself, record it, w- watch it back over, things like that. That's what I'd say. True. And if you have a friend that you're doing it with as well, you can get them to mark you as well. Mm. And then... I mean, it's just improvement and repetition from there. And start early. There are a lot, a lot of OSCEs to learn, a lot of mm. things, a lot of conditions to learn, a lot of examinations to learn. Um, it's not something you, you can cram like we used to do in undergrad yeah, or in yeah. school. You can't, you can't do that with with OSCEs. <laughs> it just it will not work. Yeah, no, definitely it won't work. Um, next question um, from Sarah L. I think that's yes yeah, yeah your surname's L. Um, best what what resources did you guys use um, over your two years? 
Me? Yeah, anyone really. Uh, resources as in for revision? Yeah, that's, that's what she's just, I assume revision, yeah, because that's okay. what she's just So, um, well, the most obvious one is the lecture slides, mm. um, YouTube videos. As YouTube videos help a lot because, mm. I mean, sometimes you'll get a lecture where they're briefly going over something or skim past it. And especially with us, because we've done it, we've done our course during um, COVID, it's online. The connection in a lot of lectures was a bit iffy. Um, a lot of lecturers were doing it from home. So, I mean, uh, I'll definitely say YouTube to explain stuff to you so you understand it. Um, broad broad knowledge-wise, lecture slides. And then um, also... Uh, I mean, it's made for med students, but I used a pass med mm. um, to help me with like um, answering MCQ questions or practicing um, MCQ questions, uh, which was tough because, um, yeah, it was tough because it's made for med students. So, I mean, you get a lot of questions that aren't for PA, so you have to filter it. But I mean... But to be honest, you'd you'd rather know more more, more than less, yeah, which, yeah, which is why I, I use pass medicine a lot mm. as well. Yeah, um, I good. use YouTube. YouTube is good for un, for understanding, but as you you'll find out, I'm sure we'll talk on it in future podcasts. The way the questions are formed, sometimes YouTube isn't isn't um, best suited su- suited for it, mm. which is why I think a lot of people use pass med. Um, yeah, it's, it's quite hard, but it's better that you know more than than mm. less. Mm. That's what I'd say. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, in terms of books, I think there's not that many PA um, books. Um, so I think the the one, the main one we used was the Harold the Harold and Kumar's medical book. Um, that was a really good one, actually, for the anatomy and stuff. Um, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say this. I'm just going to double check. Am I allowed to say this? Um, um, you know, screw it. So we're actually working on a book ourselves um, because we 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 realized a lot of the books aren't again like I mean like past medicine are for medical students. So we actually realized there is a gap here. Um, yeah, we're, we're leeching off med students right now. Yeah, hundred percent. The curriculums, as much as you're both learning medicine, our course is a two year course, whereas medicine's five years. So. Mm. The ours is more um, straight condition management focused, where you get like a two three week block of anatomy at the start of your two year period. So um, it's it's medicine, but a lot more intense and fast, which is why um, when we're learning, it's a lot. It's still a lot different to med students, which is why the equipment made for med students we can use mm. but it's you're still having to filter out a lot of stuff really mm. Mm. yeah because there's no yeah I, I completely agree there's nothing for PAs you know set for PAs students so um, keep yeah so I'd say keep an eye out for that um, we'll hopefully keep you guys in the loop um, yeah I mean yeah just keep an eye out for it um, should we do one more question or t- two more questions? Uh, we'll do one more. One just, more, yeah. yeah. Um, question from Simon. Simon says, is it possible to work 
part time whilst on the course. Um, I was told by my friends that it's not, but what do you guys say? I feel like Josh is the king of this. <laughs> yeah, that is definitely a very important one. Obviously, we're going to touch a little bit, we're going to touch more on the finances part um, in like a future podcast. But the short answer about if it's possible, yes, it is possible. I did mm. I did work through um, PA. Um, sorry if I'm still here. I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't passed yet, but, you know, I think I will. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, um, I do. I Like, yes, it, it's possible. Um, I'll probably talk more, more on it in a future mm. episode. But I think the main thing is that you would have to stay on top of your work. That's really important. Don't leave things till last minute. I feel like it's, it's really generic and people say it all, all the time, but that is the only way you can work. Mm. Um, yeah, I think that's the most important thing. Yeah, no, I agree. I think, I think it is possible, but I think it also depends on the type of work. Mm-hmm. If, you're, if you want to work a warehouse job um, where you're on your feet, you know, 12 hours a day, um, Saturday, Sunday, and then Monday to Friday, you're at PA, it's going to be very difficult. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it's because placement placement alone is quite tough on the legs and feet. Yeah, you know, placement is a job quite itself, standing up. Yeah, exactly. So if your job is a, is a lot of walking and standing, you probably get very tired quickly on mm. placement. Um, so yeah, definitely. I think there's certain jobs that I would recommend over other jobs. Yeah, definitely. Because you have to think as well. Sorry, um, you're doing forty hours of work a week in placement, depending on how your university does it. But let's just say. Um, so if you're doing 40 hours in a hospital one week and then on the weekend you're going to go and do another 20 hours, you have to think you're actually working 60 hours that week. Mm, so yeah. you have to manage it as well. Like mm. You have to be smart about it. Mm. But it is possible, short answer. No, yeah, I agree. I wouldn't like recommend it. My hairline has gone back. <laughs> but I've got, I've got a couple of grey hairs now. But, you know, if, if you've got to do it, you've got to do it. If there's a will, there's a way. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I agree. It's it's not impossible, but it will make PA just a little bit more difficult. Yeah. Um, but I mean, again, if, you, if you're put in that position, you just got got to do what you got to do yeah. at the end of the day. Um, yeah, back to the beans and toast and the tuners, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, you, Josh, would you recommend uh, any particular type of job that they could work? Um. Try get a sitting down job, like mm. a call center job, something like that. Call mm. center job. Yeah, nothing that's taxing on the brain. Yeah, mm. especially on the body. Like if you're going to be be working six, 60 hours a week, don't don't be walking around and stuff. Just something you can just sit down. It's not. I mean, if you drive, maybe maybe a driving job, then it'll be mm. quite yeah, quite chill. Yeah. Listen to like lectures and podcasts. Yeah, lectures and podcasts. Yeah, <laughs> free PAs in a pod to be exact. Um, <laughs> So yeah, that's that's the sort of work I'd recommend. Uh, course, and what what other sitting down jobs are there? I mean, any admin job really? Admin job, admin. reception, yeah. receptionist. Receptionist. Yeah. You know what? If you do GP placement on your first year, maybe talk talk to the GP and try to get a receptionist job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be quite good. Yeah, I've had people do that actually. Yeah, yeah. I recommend that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was our last question, right? I believe so. Um, yeah, that was the last question. We've got, I mean, a couple of minutes. Do you want to do maybe one more? Or you guys want to wrap it up? Shall we wrap it up? Is, is there a quick one? Um, actually, in the end, no, there's no quick ones. Yeah, we'll wrap it up. We'll save it for the next time. This yeah. was obviously the, the introduction. So. Mm. so, 
So yeah, um, yeah. So that was the first episode um, in this series. Um, we hope you enjoyed it. We hope um, it was informative um, and a little bit captivating. Um, we hope to see you soon on our second episode. Um, we'll we'll try and. I mean, as mentioned earlier in the podcast, we we are revising for our final year Oscars, so I'm not sure when the next episode will go out. Um, the idea is maybe at least one every two weeks. Once you've graduated. Well, yeah, once yeah. you've graduated. Um, hopefully the next one will be after Oscars. Yeah, yeah, after Oscars. Yeah. After, after we probably get our grades. After we get our grades. if anyone fails, obviously. <laughs> obviously, we, we're not planning to fail, <laughs> but... Just in case. Just in case, yeah. Just in case. Um, to be exact, so expect the next one about early June. I'd say. Early June, yeah. About early yeah, June. Yeah, I think that's. And feel free to recommend anything that you want to hear or we'll, we'll ask any questions as well. Yeah. Yeah, actually, that's a really good point. Um, if if anyone has any topic that they would like us to discuss, um, again, any other questions you have, um, we do have a Instagram page where you can just DM the questions to us, um, and we'll hopefully get them answered on a uh, episode so the instagram is three dot pas pas in a pod um and then yeah i mean if if you followed us if you found us on linkedin um you can just da uh, message either myself or jamie um josh, josh soon yeah josh soon, soon. hopefully you make it yeah <laughs> i've been working and studying <laughs> Um, yeah, so if you can, if you want to message us there as well, um, any questions, any help, or even advice, actually, um, we'll hopefully we might dedicate a episode just to answering your, you know, the situation that you're in, PA related, obviously. Um, if it's personal, then we might not be the best people to if give you advice. If PA caused it, we can answer it. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I guess we could. Yeah. I guess we could. Um, so yeah, thank you once again for listening um, and hope to catch you soon.